Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome along to BB and Budgie's Thursday Night Ricky for another week. I've got a very special guest with us this week, Bryn Jones, tuning in all the way from Cambridge. Bryn, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us on Thursday Night Ricky. Um, I guess a great chance to have a look back at what's been a, a pretty good season for you today. Yeah, um, thanks for having me. It's uh, great to be here and uh, yeah, it'd be great to have a little bit of a discussion of the 2022 season. Absolutely. I mean, coming off the back of, of 2021, obviously it was a hard season for you. There was a lot of disappointment. There was obviously a, a lot of emotion in there. Um, yeah, the passing of your, your former co-driver, Chris Davison, just before the season started. And a lot of frustrating DNFs. Uh, you finally got on that finishing um, bandwagon just before COVID came along and, and ruined everything. Um, but I, I guess really good momentum into this year. How how did you feel going into Otago and how much of a relief was it to, to be at the finish and be on the podium? Um, yeah, so, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, it was a bit of a difficult season. Just, uh, yeah, um, I don't know exactly what happened. I went into last year sort of just... We, we had to get through every event, you know, just uh, just, just to do the best as we can. And, uh, yeah, um, we went to Otago, was doing all right uh, through day one. And then on day two, we unfortunately had a, a power steering failure. Um, and then, of course, uh, it came a little bit worse just two days after when, unfortunately, we lost Chris uh, to a battle of cancer. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, that was um, there was a, a fair bit of emotion through that, um, just trying to come to terms of it all. Um, and then obviously went to Wangarei, um, was doing all right until the, we put the, the, the exhaust through the fuel tank. Um, and then and then went to um, South Canterbury where I, me as a mechanic, um, I, I made the most stupidest mistake of just putting a, a wrong plug into the radiator. And unfortunately the car overheated on stage two. And so, yeah, and we, we were excluded from the rally from uh, overtime lateness and yeah, Went to Hawke's Bay, I went in with a, a new mentality of that um, I'm just going to go flat out and just see how it goes. And, yeah, um, it, <laughs> we came out all right. It was uh, a pretty emotional finish on the podium at um, last year's Hawke's Bay. Um, and, obviously, to, to be able to have the, my hands on a bottle of champagne, it was a, a really, really nice feeling. So, um, so yeah, yeah, coming into this, but, yeah. Coming into this season, I sort of went right. This car's getting a bit of a bit of a freshen up, and I'm going to leave nothing on the table. Um, I'm going to give it the absolute best shot I can at this. Um, and yeah, went into Otago full of um, confidence because we've had a we had a few good uh, results at a couple of hill climbs and a rally sprint, and it just was Otago was just going awesome. We were setting blistering stage times. Uh, not too far off Dylan, um, and yeah, it, it was just going so well. And after day one, um, well, at, at the end of day one, we um, had a little scare with a, a fuel pump failure. Uh, but I have like such an awesome team. They uh, got the tank out. Um, they replaced it all, all in time to make it into Park Fume. Um And yeah, um, going to day two, um, it, it was going absolutely brilliantly. We were. Just doing what we needed to do, just getting to the end. Um, did make, <laughs> did scare myself a little bit on the the third to last stage where I got a little bit um, excited and uh, yeah, a, a corner tightened on me a little bit too much that I was expecting and uh, nearly put into the trees. But luckily, I used uh, a lot of my talent to, to keep it on the road. So <laughs> yeah, be at the end of Curry Bush. So yeah, that was um, pretty awesome. 
you, you touch on the team, so I want to touch on on your team because it it's very much a family and close knit team, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like um, obviously, um, like uh, me and Dan were in the workshop. Like, hey, yeah, we're helping each other out with the, each other's cars and whatnot. Um, and then Zoe's co-driving for Dad, but um, he's um, he you know he's um, she sorry she um, helps, <laughs> helps us. Um, she's been helping um, me and uh, Jared out as well uh, through the year. Um, and then Mum, you know, she's absolutely awesome. You know, she's the one counting all the pennies in the bank accounts. Uh, cooking us all dinner and, um, yeah, making sure that uh, everything's all sorted for the day. So, And then um, going to the actual crew, um, we've, uh, uh, we've got uh, Tony Pavich, who's um, the, my main mechanic, and then, uh, and then we've got Sean, Dad's main mechanic, and, um, and, and Brunty as well, of Dom. He's, uh, he he oh, comes along and helps us both out. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty awesome to have that. And then, uh, of course, Jared came on board this year. That was a, a very cool partnership to be able to to bring on board, um, and yeah, and especially um, the Hudsons as well. They've um, been uh, great good supporters of us. Yep, yep. Um, so you know, you went to to Whangarei, um, again a, a reasonable run and and another podium. It sort of seemed that things were really falling into place. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I sort of I knew that uh, those Wangarei roads, like we've done a few rally sprints up there. I was always pretty confident with them, and uh, and um, obviously I, I've done the the recce back. In, like, I wasn't actually uh, competing at that point, but I did the recce in two thousand and eighteen, um, and obviously did the rally last year. And we had a, some good pace there, um, and so I went in uh, just trying, you know, trying to get some speed up a little bit. Unfortunately. Uh, just after the midday service, um, we we suffered a little bit of a brake problem, so we had to back off because of that. And then uh, on the last stage of day one, I I don't know exactly what happened. Just uh, the car just spun around on me, and uh, yeah, just um, lost a few seconds there. But um, yeah, I sort of thought, okay, yeah, we'll try our best to secure fourth at that point, and um, just see if we can get some time on uh, Charlie Evans and. Yeah, come come to the second day, come around uh, the famous Dictator Junction at Ruarangi, and lo and behold, there's another blue fiesta on the side of the road. So <laughs> I was like, all right, this is really open. this has opened everything up. So yeah, okay, just gonna keep Charlie behind me, and I've I've got third. And so yeah, we we did exactly that. Got a bit of a buffer and gave him some seconds here and there, and yeah, came across and yeah, we we're tasting the champagne again, which was quite awesome. It, it's amazing, isn't it? That that class this year is certainly as, as strong as I can remember it. But there, there's real camaraderie amongst the whole lot of you, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. Um, like though we're all rifles and everything, um, we're we're all supportive and we're happy to help each other. Like um, Dylan, um, he's been helping me a little bit. You know, running with running the same car and that. And yep. Um, but. You know, we're not too far off him. And, you know, Jordan, you know, he's been a very big pace setter in the class as well. So, you know, and he's having a good battle with Dylan and uh, Jackson, you know, when, you know, when he's been going, he's been going pretty good. Unfortunately, he had the accident at South Canterbury. Um, yeah, and me, and then there's me and Charlie. We're just, you know, throwing punches at each other through the stages. And, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and so we're, we're having a good battle there. And, um, and then, yeah, you've got Lucas and uh, JP down uh, down the back having their own little battle as well, which is quite cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a great class this year. Um, South Canterbury, and obviously there was a little bit of a spanner in the works because you got yourself a, a good co-driver and then some other guy, Padden, uh, came along and, and pinched him for an event. Yeah, uh, I won't say anything about um, Hayden just yet, because uh, <laughs> um, you know, obviously, um, yeah. when Max yeah. Jr. driver, keep keep um, keep the boss happy. Um, no, oh look, you know, um, Jared got the awesome opportunity to to co-drive for Hayden, and you know, which we were all pretty supportive of. Um, but a, a part of the deal, you know, Jared didn't want to leave me stranded, so um rocky put his hand up and sort of went yep i'll do i'll do the job not a problem um and which was quite a good thing for me um you know a little bit of uh wise shoulders you know to lean myself on and to, to learn from yep. um and yeah um we, we went into the rally i sort of knew that this rally was always going to be the most difficult one uh just because south canterbury is just fast it is and unfortunately the fiesta is just Lacks some top speed to say the the Rally Fours or Jordan's uh, Suzuki, yep. um, so we sort of thought, okay, we'll just have to get through this one. Try getting as much points as we can, and um, yeah, um, got got through to the fifth stage, and yeah, um, don't think I had anything. Uh, just coming down a long straight, and I felt a bit of vibration in the car, and. Yeah, turn turn into one corner and just sort of went straight ahead, and I sort of went, "Oh, okay, we've got a puncher here." And I um, I had to get out and change it. Your know, Rocky stayed in the car. Yeah, <laughs> any truth to the rumors that he just sat there pushing the horn button yeah. and saying, "Hurry up!" Yeah, no, nah, um, no. Nah, like me, me and Rocky had to um, change the puncher and everything, and uh, we unfortunately lost uh, three and a half minutes. And um, after that sort of stage, uh, me and Rocky had the chat. I was like, I was like "Look." We're not too far off um, fifth position. I think we can go for it, but we sort of come to agreements that maybe it was the right call just to just drive home and just uh, secure some championship points. And yeah, hopefully uh, we could have got that back at home, Hawks Bay. Yeah, obviously with the drop around, I guess although you scored some points, it was sort of a, I guess a banker, you know. Um, but you were looking for more at, at Hawks Bay. Um, that was certainly a rally that that came to you, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, like it's, it's, it was quite sad to hear the news of Charlie and especially to see Jordan at the, um, the start of the, the last stage, you know, that was, they were both going very, very well. Um, you know, Jordan was leading the rally and, uh, Charlie was in third and you know, we were just in fourth, um, just a, a little bit back. Um, and yeah, we, we realized that we, you know, when we passed uh, Jordan, um, we, we we would have got second. And so I was just trying to drive very carefully through that last stage so we'd be able to secure some good championship points. So, yeah, and, you know, pretty fortunately that came our way. But it was, yeah, it was a bit of hard time that day in a way just um, because we were lacking a little bit of pace there for some reason. And so, yeah, but, um, you know, we, we got to the end and, you know, to finish first, first you must finish. So, yeah, we, we took a lot of advantage from that. Obviously, the next round, Repco Rally New Zealand. We'll touch on the championship situation in, in a sec, but I, I've known you for a long time. You are mega passionate about rallying. Um, 
much like someone else on this side of the camera. Um, <laughs> what does it mean for you? I mean, last time this was here, you would have been all of 10 years old. Um, what does it mean for you to be able to compete in a rally in New Zealand? So, like, 10 years, yeah, obviously 10 years ago, um, like, yeah, I was I was only a young boy then in primary school and uh, Dad took me out with a couple of friends uh, out to Whanga Coast to watch the stages and uh, so I remember sitting on the side of the road by the fence line of Royal Pookie Junction, uh, how I remember this, um, you know, I was on the side of the road eating a, a box of pizza-flavoured shapes and uh, just watching all my idols came through, you know, Yari Matty, um, Sebastian Loeb and uh, the man himself back then, Hayden, as well in the S2000 Skoda. Um, you know, it was, it was, that was actually what got me interested into rallying, um, just being able to see these cars at ridiculous angles and just dancing down the coastline and everything. Um, that was that was very awesome. And so by that point, I, I sort of wanted to become a rally driver. And um, so, and obviously to be able to do Rally New Zealand 10 years later, it's, uh, you know, it's pretty, it's, that's pretty cool. And to, to have a chance of learning to what I hope will turn into a career one day um, to, to have some experience of doing a WRC event that, yeah, I'll be pretty, that'll be pretty awesome. You go into that event, you're nine points behind Dylan Thompson. It's two rounds. I mean, the, the route's out now. There's no secret. That first day, it's a monster. Fonga Coast and the two TR cows. Then you change tyres, not even a full service. How do you approach this event? Are you chasing the championship? Are you just trying to finish and, and what will be will be? Do you want, what's, the, what's the sort of game plan? We just have to keep doing what we've been doing. Um, you know, it's just, I don't, like, obviously get into the first stage and see how the feeling is. If we're feeling comfortable, maybe we'll push a little bit harder. But if we're not feeling so comfortable, we're just going to bring it back a notch because ideally I, I want to be at the end of the both days and uh, secure some relatively good championship points and uh, secure that runner-up. Um, but, ideally, you know, in a perfect world, um, you know, I'd, I'd love to... I'd, Love to be first place. That would be really awesome. But we can't we can't go risking that if we don't feel confident. Absolutely. How do you change the way you prepare for the event? I know you're doing a lot of work, you know, making sure the car's tip top, but you change sort of, you know, you're carrying extra spares in the car or, or stuff like that. Oh, maybe not the right time to be um, mentioning <laughs> this. You know, I hate to give away anything to my rivals, you know. Um, oh, look, you know, yeah, we're just, it's just all that uh, little bits and pieces we've just got to work out. So, um, yeah, we'll keep working away in the garage and, yeah, just get everything sorted for the rally. Yep. And, uh, you know, looking looking towards the future, uh, obviously we get through Rally New Zealand. What what does the 2023 season and, and beyond hold for for you? Um, so yeah, it looks to be a, a little bit more of the same, really. Um, in category two, um, obviously, we, we would love to go uh, all drive at some point. Um, uh, but um, looking, uh, looking at the budget sort of situation, it's um, yeah, it doesn't really look likely at this point. Um, but ultimately, I'd love to go overseas and uh, do something, um, you know, whether that's um, you know, the, the Junior World Rally Championship or 
even fortunately for me, I've got some good connections in the UK. So I'd love to maybe even go and do something like the British Rally Championship. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's there's plenty of exciting opportunities there. Um, look, massive thank you for, for taking the time to join us on Thursday night, Ricky, this week. Um, we wish you all the best for, for that Rally New Zealand coming up. And um, we'll catch you all next week. That's sweet. Thanks for having me. 